Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! Acelera Williams, tiene el primer 10, escapa a la 20, a la 10, touchdown, Damien Williams. Oh, Damien Williams peut être plié l'affaire avec oh, cette course qui va jusqu'au touchdown. Damien Williams runs to immortality in Chiefs Kingdom. Get ready to welcome your champions. Hello and welcome back to the Arrowheads of Raw podcast. Um, I'm Owen and tonight I'm joined by Neil. Hello. And Duncan. Hello. Uh, so the Chiefs um, were able to take down another divisional rival uh, in Sunday Night Football. Um, it wasn't the most exciting game in the world for Chiefs fans. Um, oh. and I think it kind of tested our theory that we've been playing with over this, seri- uh, over this season where with the weaker opponents on the schedule, we haven't been giving it our... our like showing our A game and, and putting our heart on a sleeve, if you will. And I think Sunday night's game was another example of that. Um, what do you guys think? Play to our opponent's level. Again. Yeah, I, but, I, I, I was just going to say, I'm going to start off by making a solemn promise to everyone in Chiefs Kingdom Eye. Since uh, I got involved in the Arrowheads Abroad Twitter, I've done two late-night Broncos games. One was the Patrick Mahomes knee game. And that abomination... Was the other one? So next time the Broncos are in prime time, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'll, do, yeah. I'll take the next one. I don't mind. Yeah, I'll I can I'll take my my portion of the blame for that. Uh, it wasn't um, it wasn't one that'll live long in the memory. I mean, this sounds like it sounds like we're talking about a loss though. We still did win the game. We went out there and and and, and got the win. Uh, it sounds like we're talking about a loss though. It, it was just is... ugly though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It 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 wasn't easy to watch. We've we've been spoiled. Like we've got too used to watching like a smooth high-powered machine and when they don't play like that it's just glaringly obvious like it looks really bad yeah. i think there's something really depressing about being up at three o'clock God, yeah. on a monday morning watching that utter tripe it wasn't even like it was close but not exciting i don't I, even I, I don't even know how to have tense or worried I was for the result you know it just it, it, it was just a like like you say we didn't lose it's just a sort of game where you just chalk it up and move on but I mean something about watching that at three o'clock in the morning just was oh, it wasn't it was just pretty depressing really but Hazel had said to me before the game like are you, are you going to stay up and watch the whole thing and I said well when they put Chad Hen in then I'm going to go to bed because I know the game's over at that stage. <laughs> and following morning, she says, so um, did they win then? I say, like, yeah, just. And so I, I guess you're kind of close by the fact you didn't get to bed until quarter to five. And like, yeah, yeah, it was less than ideal. <laughs> Especially when your lamb's gone off at quarter to seven, then you're like, oh, two hours sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um... Monday, Monday was emotional. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't lie, I didn't stay up for the entire game um i did end up drifting off uh towards the the end of the second half um i, I don't know it just I, it just failed to, to to draw me in as much as cheese games normally do and i think it had been a long day of because i've just moved house so we're trying to sort all that out as well at the same time i think i was just too tired just out for the whole thing but um i think there are there are worse games to miss there are games that I, that I would rather stay up for um, than, than Sunday night. But we still got the win, and, and that's all that matters. And I have some good news for Chiefs UK fans. That was our last primetime game of the regular yeah. season. Until the playoffs. playoffs. Yes, of course, yeah. Which, yeah, which, we, we, are are, now, uh, which we are now in. Yeah, officially. Yes. We have clinched the playoffs yeah, with a win against uh, the Broncos. Um, and it was a good week for Chiefs fans around the AFC West as well, uh, with the Broncos losing, obviously. The Chargers got put up 45 on by the Patriots um, and the Raiders came inches away from losing to the Jets um, I mean it was a crazy game for, for Las Vegas against New York um, I really thought the New York were going to do it um, but unfortunately the uh, the Raiders pulled back in the end and got the win so what do you think about the other teams in the FC West and how they performed uh, this week not great no, I mean, <laughs> can I sum it up like that the, the, the danger for the, the Chargers is that 
they make a move for uh, the enemy for next year, I guess. Uh, I can't imagine that Anthony Lynn's long for that job. He's making so many mistakes. You know, as well as, I mean, it's obviously his players are are not playing up for him, but it's, he's doing stupid things with the clock, you know, a tie about Colin and stuff as well. It just it feels like they're wasting a year. I, I, I don't know if they're wasting a year of him. Um, of yeah, uh, Herbert or not, but he's not getting very many wins for all the all the plaudits he's getting. Um, I think the the Broncos are the team that we thought they are. They're probably a divisional game. They're going to be feisty, especially after. I mean, I think it's easy to say, "Oh, the Broncos are cack, whatever," but they got embarrassed the week before. I mean, I got, we didn't really even manage to get together the previous week, but they had their. Covid debacle, which sounds like it was self-inflicted. Um, Very. Exactly. So, kind of my, uh, I think I said uh, in our WhatsApp group, like I had a lot of, I was kind of pulling for the lad that, that ended up going in, but not for the Broncos as an organisation because they they shat the bed themselves on that one. But I think the knock-on effect is they were always going to come and play hard against us, which is which is what they did. You know, you kind of beware the wounded animal. So I think that they were never going to roll over and let us tickle their bellies. And the Raiders, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Um, that last, that last couple of minutes. I mean, I, I don't, I, did, did, I don't want to say the Jets threw it, but they called. I heard us start on another NFL podcast, and I'm going to butcher it, but it's close enough that in that sort of exact situation where you're, wherever you are, a, a touchdown up you know they need a touchdown a field goal won't do 60 odd yards out that had happened whatever in the last 300 times since these records began that's the first zero blitz that's been thrown at that that play <laughs> by any coach ever that's there's insane. good reason why <laughs> right yeah yeah so I, I, I make of it what you will right the, the raiders won good for them Derek Carr made it's a good throw it's a good catch it's a good play um, it is what it is. It was a great route by it was Rugs, wasn't it? The court, the, the game yeah. winner. Um, it, that was a really nice route. That little start step he did. Um, but I mean, I, I'm not like like you said, a zero blitz is a weird call, first of all. And I don't know what the cornerback was thinking when he slowed down when Rugs stuttered because you know he's going to the end zone. So well, <laughs> what? Why he bit so hard on that on that little stutter? I don't know. But it was a great route from Rugs. He, he's he's a good player. Um, Jets were badly coached. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, since since we've last spoke, which I guess would have been after the Raiders game, I can't mm-hmm. remember. Um, like the Raiders got bent over by Atlanta, absolutely done by them, embarrassing for them. And then they've just about had that embarrassment on their record as well. And this is a team that three or four weeks ago had serious designs on making a playoff run. I just, uh, I, I, I just don't know what to make of them. Don't know what to make of them. I don't know if they just, I mean, I guess all the evidence says that they absolutely brought their A game against us and maybe there's just nothing in the tank after that. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, I've... They still could be on a playoff run. I mean, they're, they're a game out from the playoffs. You know, they're... They probably symbolise an awful lot of teams in the NFL at the moment, which are kind of, there's a lot of average out there. They could be good, they could be bad, and you just don't know what you're going to get out of them. Uh, and they, they kind of really sum that up quite well for me. You know, they're capable of beating a good team, but they're also capable of losing to a bad team. Yeah, and I mean, there's, there's I think there's quite a lot of talent in the AFC that, that is... That, similar to the Raiders in that sense I mean you've got like the Colts who look strong one week and then they get absolutely blasted out of town by was it the Titans that that beat them massively this week or or the last week Um, and then you've got teams like the Dolphins who who we play coming up this weekend to have days where they look incredible I mean they beat the Rams they beat uh, the Cardinals they beat um, a few other good teams on on their schedule as well Um, and they've been on a bit of run the Dolphins, but then you just don't know what you're going to get out of them. I mean, they lost to the Broncos three weeks ago, so I think there's quite a lot of those wild card talents that are like second and third in their divisions in the AFC that 
could push for the playoffs and, and, and could come together like the Raiders are hoping to do, but could also completely unravel like the Raiders the Raiders had the potential to do. It it's it could go either way for a lot of teams in the FC and it should make the, the wild card spots interesting, I think. Yeah. A few weeks ago I think I'd said after they'd kinda um got on a bit of a run and beat the Ravens uh, I think amongst others I said that the Titans were the were the, the team that are shaping up to be the the one that nobody wants to play in the playoffs and I think that they've maybe I was I was a bit early in that call I think. Um I think they've dipped back down again in the last the last game or so. I did I did my I was on the predictor website trying to work out what the different permutations were for the Chiefs and the um and the Steelers for the one seed, but I did my I ran this season through and what I'd give some predictions and I have I've got uh KC, Buffalo, Pittsburgh and the Colts winning the divisions and I've got Baltimore, Cleveland and Tennessee as the as a wild card. I I think I think the Titans were one ahead of the Ra- of the Raiders, so that could go either way on the bubble ticket in for the the playoffs. But yeah, um, I think that there's a uh, there's 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 teams you'd rather face and teams that you'd rather avoid. I think out of that lot. Um, I think you're right though. And Titans, I wouldn't fancy playing them. Like they they certainly yeah. wouldn't be my choice of playoff opponents. They're capable. Like of of beating us as they showed last season, but you know if Derrick Henry gets on a roll and they can do a bit of play action off that and play a bit of good defense, then they'll give anyone a game. Like they really will. Mm. And this was a lot of the talk in the build up to the AFC Championship game as well. After like people had seen what the Titans had done to the Patriots in the in the wild card round, and then done to the Ravens in the divisional round. Uh, I mean, coming into Arrowhead, they were they were sneakily creeping to some people's expectations to to do exactly what you're talking about now to upset the Chiefs in the playoffs, and it didn't end up happening. Derek Henry didn't really have as good of a game as he would have liked to have, uh, and, and as everyone thought he would have. Um, and the Chiefs played a really good game, um, so it, it'll be interesting. I mean, I I don't think I could think of another team in the AFC who I'd want to face least less than the Titans. I think they're they're, they're quite a scary team. Um, but I think that speaks volumes when we have the ability, like we did last season, to go out there and and shut down those rumours um, as they build up. So it should be an interesting playoff yeah. series for everyone yeah. this year. For, for what it's worth, uh, as far as I can tell, I think that the Chiefs need the Bills to beat the Steelers on Sunday. Yeah. That's Sunday uh, night, isn't it? As well? Sunday night, right. I, I was looking at it because I, I think that... I. I I haven't gone through all the permutations. There's a lot of words in that, and I just didn't have it in me to read them all. Uh, <laughs> but I think it must come down to the fact that we beat the Bills. So yeah. as yeah. far as I can work out, if if we have the same record as the Steelers, we need their second loss to be against the Bills. If it's against anybody else, we need them to lose another game as well. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I I guess it comes down to. Um, if they if they um, if the Steelers win, I guess it's up to us to kind of manage the players through that. I, I guess that the decision for us then is, do we kind of protect the uh, kind of protect some of the star players, um, or do we play hard to the end? I, I, you know, and kind of keep um, keep the momentum up. We we did briefly kind of chat about this on the WhatsApp this morning, and there were. There were differing opinions, but I, I would firmly be of the opinion you, we'll play to the end of the season. If we get the bye, we play hard to the end of the season because two weeks, the Ravens showed it last year um, and there's other teams who've done it before. You get the bye and you kind of rest your starters on the last week. Two weeks is a long time at this time of year to be not playing. You kind of you need that much sharpness. Yes, you could get injuries at some stage, but hey, you could get injuries in any game. You could get injuries training. You can't not play based on that. You've got to play on the sharpness of your players, and you know I, I, I just think two weeks is too long a time to not be playing at this time of year. Yeah, I think it's um, it's, it's obviously a lot different this year with the one the one team per conference getting the the bye. It does make things yeah. a lot more tense as you go down the home stretch of the uh, of the regular season, um, and obviously that became more of a possibility for the Chiefs this week with the Steelers losing um, to the uh, <laughs> did either of you watch it? 
I watched bits and pieces. Um, I didn't watch the full game. I, I actually sat, sat and watched the full game myself. Steelers were bleh. Yeah, I watched the I watched the replay in forty. So you see on, on Game Pass, you see every play. Wait, was yeah, that? They just kind of zip through it. Yeah, I mean it was another. Oh, it was a grind. A lot, so many flags in the first two or three quarters. Mm, yeah. It's really, really kind of just no flow to it at all. I didn't think. Um, but the Steelers just just fell apart at the end. Yeah. Completely fell apart. That's two games in a row because I, I saw the the Ravens game the week before, which was on a a reasonable enough time, and like that was crap as well. To be perfectly honest, that I, I've seen two full Steelers games, and I was wondering how the hell they'd been undefeated all season, um, because there there was nothing there really that made me think, oh, geez, we've got to be worried about this. Their defense is good, yeah, but we've played good defenses before and stacked up points on them. Their offense. You know, you hear all this talk about all these Steelers wide receivers. Big Ben looks old. Like he doesn't have the zip that he used to. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I mean this is going to come back to bite me. I, I can just tell. But they are—they're <laughs> the sort of offense that I think that we wouldn't fear because they have zero zero running game at all. Mm-hmm. Not, they just it just doesn't. It's not that's not where they're, they're going to beat you, and they don't really have like a really aggressive passing game either. Like I think yeah. the team, like look at the way the Raiders beat us, right? It was Derek Carr taking his shots and hitting his targets properly, you know, going deep because our 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 DBs are maybe one of the weaker links in the team, if you like. So targeting them deep with speed is probably where you're where you're going to beat us. Where teams have hurt us in the past, and that's not what the Steelers do. Um, I think that. Um, I think that's like I would be reasonably comfortable with that matchup uh, if we had to go up against yeah. them. I think if that's the AFC Championship game, I'd be booking me flights for Tampa. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where before uh, this week I was really hoping that well, not all of me, but part of me was kind of hoping that the Steelers. Uh, went undefeated and did the 16-0 just for the opportunity to, to go in there and just show everyone in the playoffs that they're not who they thought they were um, and to really put the hammer down on, on, on the Steelers and kind of kind of end that. Because I think Ed, from my obviously short tenure of being a Chiefs fan, just uh, just coming up to like six years now, um, I just, just watched the playoff game where the Steelers beat us without scoring a touchdown. Uh, and I watched a couple of ugly Steelers games in the pre-Patrick Mahomes days, and now having the team we do, it is, does make those those games in the future and those opportunities to cause those problems. It does make it a lot more tempting. Um, so, I, as much as it's it's going to be great for the Chiefs for that for that one seed in that playoff, I'm, I was I was really part of me was hoping that uh, the Steelers would go undefeated just to give us that opportunity in the playoffs. No, I mean I know it should be the Raiders but the team I hate wear black and it's the Steelers that's the team I hate the most and I don't know why it's an un just can't just can't be doing with them when I, when I went to, to Casey it was for the Steelers game and I had a, I had a great time hanging out with Steelers fans no problems with them at all but then they get in the stadium and they wave those towel things and it just looks stupid <laughs> I just the team's horrible and I just just no, not not into them at all. I don't. Um, and the game that we played against them was vile as well. We were. That was the. The season that Patrick Mahomes sat on the bench. So I think we were five and zero when I went across. We were. We, we started the game with the safety, so we were two 0 down, which is just an abomination of a way to start a game. And then I didn't get any better from there. It was something like seventeen twelve or something. It was a horrible game. Didn't make, didn't make me hit them any less. The first time I went over was to see the Steelers play as well. Um, it was Monday Night Football 1997 Tony Gonzalez first season I remember that much and we won but I I remember a really really long injury break uh, and it was really cold Um, and so that's where my dislike of the Steelers comes from (laughs) nothing nothing more scientific than that it was like November 3rd of November we won 13-10 there you go I'm just looking at the box score now it was bitterly cold and the Chiefs had a tight end called Ted Popson, and he got nailed around the knees from behind and then 
someone speared him because you could still do that back then with a helmet to the head and he was on the field for a good 20 minutes or so and they didn't move him uh, it was a really really nasty injury um, so that's why I don't like the Steelers because it made me sit out in the cold for ages <laughs> yeah, no, my, my prediction is I don't think we'll play the Steelers so who, really? who do you have us playing then uh, if you've done your run through who have uh, we got so it will be so we're one two versus seven so Buffalo Tennessee Pittsburgh Cleveland Colts Ravens Um. So we would go through and play the lowest remaining seed. So that's going to be Buffalo, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. So we would play the Ravens, I think. Oh. Ravens play the Ravens beat the Colts. They'd be the five seed. So we'd play them, and then you would have Buffalo against Pittsburgh. In Buffalo. Yes. You have the you have the Bills as two seed, don't you? Bills as two seed, yeah. And then yeah. the Bills, Bills would yeah, come to yeah, it was Bills, Steelers. Yeah. yeah, so I've got Chiefs. I've got Chiefs Buffalo in the championship game. Yeah, yeah. See, Buffalo would be a scary matchup for us in the playoffs as well. Um, I mean, Josh Allen's he, he he can move and he can move the ball, uh, and their defense is, is is solid. It's a good defense, so I think they'd be another team that, that's quite a scary one for the Chiefs. I would much rather go. I would much rather go up against the Steelers than I would the Titans or the Bills um, in the playoffs. Um, but I think we have the potential to 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 get through the playoffs um, yeah. whoever we, we face we, we have a kind of a chat every, almost every week when we put like, do some power rankings and I think that we're all agreed we all we, we have regardless of how well or, or badly we, we played in the last couple of weeks um, I think we're all pretty unanimous that we are the best team but it was totally unanimous this week the vote that we are the best team in the league and I think that speaks to our ceiling, I think, more than anything else. Or I don't know if it's ceiling or potential. I'm not sure what the right word is, but I think if everything clicks, particularly in the offense, we are going to score 45, 50 points. Yeah. You know, and Andy Reid showed last year that in the playoffs, especially, he's not afraid to kind of let those shackles off a little bit. You know, and and, and let the let the offense run riot. Whether or not it was because he simply had to. Thinking of the Texans game, but you know. I, I don't necessarily see that there's that many teams in the league that you can that you could guarantee that if they go completely off they're going to they're going to hit 40 50 points regardless of who it's against mm, yeah I, th- I, I, I think that that's that for me is the basis of why we're consistently and a lot of other places we're not we're not homers on this one you know most other places have the chiefs ranked as the number one team We've still got flaws, but so has everybody. But I, I don't think our flaws are terminal flaws. You know, you can make up for them in other ways. We're not running the ball very well. That's great. We've got Patrick Mahomes. He can fling it anywhere. Um, our run defense isn't great. Pass defense is okay without a pass rush. Like it's not. It's not horrendous. Kind of crippling flaws to have yeah. um, and yet we still get turnovers on defence though yes we which, do which that, does that makes which, a big which difference. does save us yeah it definitely does um, I mean it, it's it's like, like you were saying we have those flaws but we have those things that kind of almost save us from our own mistakes sometimes like we have the penalties which set us back 10 yards and we end up having like longer third downs or longer second downs than you'd like. Then we have Patrick Mahomes who can get us out of those situations that can keep the, the, the ball moving. Um, we're not so good or we're quite inconsistent with the run defence, but then with with the passing defence, although we might be not be one of the best blanket coverage teams in the league, we get those turnovers and we get them when we need, need to. And it's not like it's one guy. It's quite evenly spread out amongst our secondary at the moment. I mean, Dan Sorensen's had a few. Thierry and Matthew had two against the Broncos. Sneed was getting a couple earlier in the season. We're spreading those turnovers around quite nicely. Um, so we do kind of balance out our flaws better than some teams in the league, which I kind of think bails us out almost and keeps us from allowing those flaws to get too damaging. Mm, what, would, yeah. what would you say then? Like, so it's been a couple of weeks since we since we got together so we we righted the ship against the Raiders we beat the Bucks 
and then we, we squeaked one against the Broncos. So what would you say, so what we've got, three, four games left now, what's your, what would be your biggest concern about the team for the next, you know, for, for the, the kind of running? Um, I've got one. Go on then. I think mine is, like we said this whole season, um, we've gone back to how we play to our opponent's strengths and, and, and we keep games close and we, we don't really put the put the hammer down this season. We haven't really been like defining wins. It's just been ones that we can just get through, keep going, keep marching through the season. I'm worried that we do slip up in one of those games where we don't, where we fail to put, the, put our foot down and, and the other team does come round and beat us and take us by surprise. Um, and, and even in, like obviously the, the playoffs are different, but I, and I'd hope that we see a different Chiefs team team when it comes to playoff time um, because if, if we are the same sort of team that we've been this regular season we could come out and get surprised in the playoffs if we don't start putting our foot down and really start driving home those wins rather than just sitting back and, and, and letting the team flow naturally if that makes sense I think the, the thing with playing to your opponent's level is that the teams in the playoffs are good and so mm-hmm. we play well against the good yeah, teams yeah so I don't mean the the thing over the past couple of weeks for me is that we've we've had games where it showed like we need to work on things. So it stopped them getting blasé about being eleven and one because we haven't been blowing teams out. They can't just take for granted that we're going to win every week. You know that they're going to have to keep working at it, and they're not going to be able to take like the foot completely off the gas. You know that they're they're going to be battle hardened when it comes to the playoffs because we've made it hard for ourselves over the past few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you said, yeah, taking it up a gear against those better teams in the playoffs is is, is obviously going to be key for us. Um, because yeah, like I said, if if we don't, it could come round to uh, to bite us. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think to answer your question though, Duncan, running the ball for me is. Yeah still an issue because we're going to need to burn the clock at some stage and you you can't just have Mahomes doing it. I know Mahomes is special and he's brilliant and he's thrown for 350, 400 yards every week now but you're going to have to run the ball at some stage and I'm just looking at our rushing leader each week, 40 yards 37, 69 14, 21, 46 40 54 and what that 54 was Mahomes you can't <laughs> uh, it, it's daft because we're 11 and 1 and I want to say you can't win like this but we are doing <laughs> but it it doesn't feel like we should be able to yeah. and it, it doesn't seem sustainable even though we've sustained it if that makes any sense yeah. at all yeah yeah it has it, been a weird season uh, and I think that's like we've touched on all season how, how odd this has been um, because it doesn't look like the way that she's been playing, like almost conservative, for for this Chiefs offensive poor Patrick Mahomes. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a strange one. What do you think, Duncan? Do you, do but, you have one? Yeah, well, I think it's weird as well because given where all of our superstars are, and we've got Mahomes who should win MVP. I would, I would, yeah, I would argue. If it, if it's not a time cost with Rogers, um, you've got Kelsey and Hill who. Uh, I've not checked since the weekend, but I'm top three or four receiving guys. I think they're Hill, second and third still. Second and third, yeah. Um, Hill, is he tied with, is it Davin Cook, I think? Uh, you might have that wrong. Uh, or Stefan Diggs, I can't remember, um, for like, for touchdowns, right? So all the firepowers on the offence, but I think, oh, we've talked about the kind of deficiencies, red um, run defence and the, the cornerbacks or whatever, you know, but I, I actually I think that my main concern is, is what happens in the red zone is not scoring enough points. Like we, we just spoke before we hit record. I think that we were we were moving the ball really well against Denver. We were you know putting up lots of yards, moving the ball the length of the field quickly, easily. Kelsey Hill, you know, Watkins back, all the good stuff. But then when it gets to the red zone, it just stalls. And I don't really know why. And I think that would be the concern for me. And, and like we said, I, d- I don't know if against, with all due respect, against like to Denver, Andy Reid just kind of thought there will always be another chance to score. So 
you know, he was maybe trying some stuff out or keeping, you know, hiding his light behind a bush or somewhat and not pulling out a lot of the um the fun stuff. The Ferrari right kind yeah. of stuff. Well we did we did a Ferrari play though and it went wrong. Yeah. Um I just I think that um even against teams like Denver, we need to just score the points when we when we can. Um because if you think of like so like we we what were we like twenty two sixteen or whatever it was a one score game if you take, if you add on so the first four field goals is 12 points turn three of them into touchdowns so add on another 12 it's all of a sudden much more comfortable add on one or two of the Tyreek Hill scores mm-hmm. uh, it's much more comfortable it's a blowout with us yeah exactly so actually um, I don't know if we played badly or not but you know I think we we, we kept the score down ourselves and I think that's fine against the Broncos, but we can't do that against the good teams. We can't do it against the Saints when we play them, or the Bills, or the Steelers, or the Ravens, or whoever it will be in the playoffs when it comes. And I think that would just be my concern. Um, we'd just be converting those those chances uh, when we have them. I, I think that ties into my concern pretty well there. because Because we can't run the ball very well, teams are dropping back into coverage. And once you're inside the 20... There's that much less distance. You know, we're not going to beat you over the top going to Tyreek Hill. So you don't have to worry so much about that. You haven't got the depth of field to defend. And if you want to drop eight back and defend 15, 20 yards, you can do that reasonably okay. So if we can't run the ball in those situations, teams know we're passing and they can kind of like flood the passing zones, keep an eye on Mahomes, make sure he doesn't scramble far. And... It's just also condensed down there, and th- and that's where I think the not running the ball is going to bite us. You know, if you watch Clyde Edwards-Hilaire all season, he struggled in the red zone. Like he's really not done a whole lot of anything down there. I was trying to see how many rushing touchdowns he has. He has four rushing touchdowns for the season. Like that's that's not great by any stretch of the imagination. No, and I think it's um, there was criticism left. I can't remember what game it was, but we kind of. We got stalled on midfield in one game where we went for fourth and one with Sherman and all the talk online was how it's such a predictable player. You, you know, everybody knows that's the Andy Reid fourth and one play because, you know, we don't, we don't, we're not allowed sneaks anymore. We don't do them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is which is the correct call. I'm not, there's no criticism on Andy Reid. No, no sneaks for Patrick. Um, I would put Chad Henney in at quarterback on fourth and one and sneak him instead. He's, he's sneaky big, Chad Henney, isn't he? He's not, yeah, he is, yeah. He's not, he's not small. Um, but it's like, well, why don't we just do that in the red zone, though? Just give it to the big guy. I don't know if it's the if it's. I don't know where that issue is. Maybe it's an O line problem. Um, I know it's hardly our first choice O line that we're kind of that we're that we're playing at the moment. Um, or if it's like say a bit of a a personnel problem, or if Andy Reid is just getting too cute, or if he's almost too conservative because he's keeping the good stuff till um totally. till the playoffs I, you know I, I, I don't i don't know um and it's maybe something of nothing but i think that like doing the doing the arrowheads abroad twitter during the game it was a little bit chicken little like you would think that the world was falling in at some point you know some of the language some of the hyperbole that's getting used you know, you're like it's fine. It's just a half a football, right? We and we've only scored six points, or whatever it was. Um, we're not, you know, it's not the end of the world. No one needs to get fired. It's not. It's not that bad, because I just think we weren't converting the points when we had the chance. Um, that that's that's the one thing I would I would like to see us tighten up for the for the playoffs. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and how much do you think the trick plays play a part of that? Because obviously we have done. A few trick plays in, in, in the playoff run last season and, and this regular season as well, and a lot of them, if not the large majority of them, have been in the red zone. I mean, there's the Ferrari, the two Ferrari plays we saw. There was the Rose Bowl in the Super, uh, yeah, the Rose one in the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, we've had a few that, that have been in this red zone situations. Do you think that's to try and mix things up, or do you think it's because we haven't been that efficient in the red zone and we almost need those trick plays to? surprise a touchdown out of somewhere rather than just getting it through consistent 
good red zone performances. Yes and yes. Because I don't think offensively we're able to line up and bully somebody on like first and goal from the five and say we're just going to run this in five yards, screw mm-hmm. you, you're not going to stop us. I, I don't think we're not that kind of team. And, you know, they, they have to do something like you've seen a few of the kind of underhand shovel passes on screens up the middle as one to Sherman, one to Kelsey Springs to mind. You know, they're having to come up with creative ways of getting you in and around just past the line of scrimmage. So you kind of take that out of the equation, get the ball to the skilled players and then let them make the play because the running backs just aren't doing it. Yeah, there does seem to be a lot of that. Like, like you said, yeah, the shovel passes to, to Kelsey and Sherman do spring to mind as well. It, I see what you mean. It, does, it feels a bit like it's almost to, to disguise the fact that we don't have that ability to just punch it up, punch it yeah. in and be aggressive in the red zone um, where we need to kind of almost be bailed out, for lack of a better phrase, in the red zone. I, th- I think the, fl- the flip side of that is that Andy Reid has such absolute faith in Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. yeah. that he will let Patrick Mahomes call the plays down there or give him... You know the, the you know an option play so he can do, just do what he does. And I guess, I guess the theory is that the more chances you give him, the more chances of success. Um, I don't know. I, 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 momentum's a funny thing in in sport. You know, so many different. Um, there's so many different theories as to whether momentum exists, or not. You know, in a, in, a, in a game of sport or through a season of sport, and you know, maybe we get down there and then the Broncos stop us once, and they just have the confidence that they that they can do it again. You know, and it's it's as much, you know, whether it's them stopping us or us stopping ourselves, it's it's really difficult to say. And one game, a game and a half, whatever it's been, is quite a short sample size to to judge it on. Um, I think if it continues to the to the end of the regular season, I think then you kind of have to, you know, have to um, have to consider it a problem. If we see Andy Reid going for broke from forty yards out every time, then maybe we realize, maybe we think that he's realised there's a problem. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's something that I think needs to be needs to be addressed at least uh, in some capacity before we uh, march on into the playoffs um, because like we've been touching on it it could be our unravelling in, in those games when we need it most um, for a team with such a high ceiling and such a high potential and, and expectations from not only the players but the coaches the fans the fans of other teams there's a lot of expectations and, and thinking that the Chiefs are the number one team in the league now and if, if we can't produce on, on those important red zone drives and those important plays um, it could be our undoing uh, when it comes to playoff time or even securing that one seed which will force us to play another playoff game um, so yeah it, it is a bit worrying although I'm more than comfortable with where the Chiefs are at the moment I, I'm not too worried about our direction as a team it is one of those things that like it's those hiccups that could come around to uh, to, to ruin our se- uh, our season well, that's the thing Like, if the biggest kind of flaw we've got is forcing us to put the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands I'm kind of comfortable with that. Like, I don't really have a problem with that at all. Um, but I would like to have the option to do the other thing as well. Yeah, yeah, it's almost uh, like more for a peace of mind than it is for... Yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if he's going to go balloobers and throw for 150 yards, that's fine. You know, Tyreek Hill, 200 yards in a quarter. No problem watching that whatsoever. <laughs> but I would like to be able to run the ball as well. Yeah, just in case those connections don't link up when we need them to, yeah, uh, for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, no, it would it would be a lot, a lot more relaxing as a Chiefs fan to, uh, to to know that we've got that back up and that run game to lean back on. Um, but you know, there there are still four more weeks left of the regular season where we can tighten up those holes. Because now that we've punched out to get to the playoff and that's been that's been secured, I think now is the time to start working out those kinks and getting ready for the playoffs as soon as you know you're going to be there. Um, it almost confirms in all the players' heads and the coaches' heads that, yep, we are going to have a playoff game at least one this season, so we better start getting ready for it. So 
hopefully that's almost given them the uh, the motivation to get those kinks worked out, especially because the Steelers lost as well. It has opened up that one seed for the Chiefs um, to go and take, really. So hopefully we can get those kinks sorted out and get back on track for when the start the, the playoffs start. Um, yeah. and I was going to say so Dolphins this weekend like, yes yeah, I was say, start yeah. there <laughs> yeah first of the four is uh, Miami uh, we, we're going to Miami aren't we yes yeah so um, a team like we said earlier that, that's been a bit weird this season I mean they were really expected to be one of the worst teams in the league going in um, they obviously drafted Tua um, but he wasn't expected to play and then he ended up taking the field and now they've re-benched him haven't they I don't know, he, he was back in the last game. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they took him out for a game and then put him back in again. But I, the Dolphins have been one of those teams where, on their day, they, they're a really impressive team and they're, and they're well coached and they're disciplined. And they, I think they admire Brian Flores a bit and, and, they, and they want to play for him. And that makes a team scary to come, a, a, come up against when the players and coaches are on the right page like they are. Um, yeah, so what do you guys think about the upcoming game? Are you excited for it? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that the, the like you say, the Dolphins are kind of hard to call because they're, they're, I think their defense is, is pretty feisty. Even though they're one of these teams where they, they play pretty hard and they get results. They probably beat teams that are worse than them. And if you beat other teams that are worse than you, then you're going to you're going to end up with a decent record. That's how you get to kind of eight and eight, right? Uh, and you get something to build on from whatever it is that they were. Not sure I could name that many players on their team though. You know, the one of these guys are kind of just a bunch of dudes that are probably kind of what's the right word for them? Waves and strays or whatever. You know that they've they've Jacks, got just yeah, the guy. Yeah, exactly. But like you say, with a, with a guy like uh, Flores, um, he's a he's a, a defense first coach. You know, they kind of they play pretty hard, and then any team with with with, with Fitz playing. Has a we spoke about it like Alex Smith. There's just a there's just a there's just a base level that he won't go under, right? Fitz is he's a he's a tough dude. Mm. He's he's just not gonna. You're not gonna get him in a team that's tanking. He just does. That's just not his game, right? He's just not gonna stand for that sort of stuff. So you know, any any team that plays like that is is dangerous. You need to take them seriously. Yeah, yeah, because they have beat some. You, you say a team that beats like all the bad teams are, are going to have a decent record by the end of the season, but they've beat some good teams as well. As well. I mean, the Rams, the Cardinals, we were talking about this earlier, um, and they absolutely put the hammer down against the 49ers a few weeks ago, beating them 43 to 17. So they can that, really that come out the, and play. That was when the 49ers got shredded by injuries, so wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've, they've been pretty. pretty they they uh, were reeling hard it down I th- by. I th- That could even have been the game they lost Bosa and. Um... Oh really, Garoppolo, I think. Um, but yeah, it, I mean they've also beaten some bad teams. The bet, the Jets twice, the Bengals, the Chargers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Jags. Like and they, they lost to the Broncos some, as well. Yeah, they've beaten some fairly bad teams. Yeah, and lost to bad teams as well. Yes, um, I, t- I take it back. They're just they're just up and down. Then I have no idea how to call that. Then um, it maybe depends which version of them turn up. I guess as to as as to how hard the game is. I mean, they've won one, two, three, four, five, six. They've won seven of the last eight games. Like they're only lost in the last eight games was to the Broncos. So they're doing something right. You know, you can only beat who's in front of you and all of that. Yeah, and and they're doing it in a season, like I said, where they just weren't expected to be where they are now. They they they're expected to be like the lower half of the like. Oh, not even half the, the lower quarter of of, of the league in, in yeah. terms of record and, and how good they'd be this season and, and they've really come and surprised people so it'll be an exciting game I just hope that the Chiefs aren't expecting a bad Dolphins team like they should they should prepare for a good team to come up against them uh, this weekend because they do have the potential to be that solid team that can go out there and beat the Rams by 11 and and, and, and have a really competent well coached team um, so yeah I, I hope the Chiefs are ready for it because yeah it should be a good matchup for us. I mean, I think the one thing that we have done this season is followed up a sticky performance with a really good one. So we had the Chargers earlier, and then we went and tanked the Ravens. We lost to the Raven, um, lost to the Raiders, and then beat Buffalo. You know, beat Buffalo pretty handsomely. You know, them. So hopefully, we can do the same. You know, after this, if we 
I, I don't know if we call last week a bad performance or not. I still can't make my mind up. Like I say, I think we left points out there through our own sort of deficiencies as well as you know some strange decisions, refereeing calls, holding penalties, you know whatever whatever they are. Um, so I can't decide if we played badly or not. Um, but I, I think we'll maybe call that another scare, if you like. And I wouldn't be surprised to see us bounce back and have another strong um, performance. Uh, I think that um, I, I was really premature during the Buccaneers game. I was tweeting stuff like, it's like watching the Glo- Globetrotters, you know, when we were slinging the ball about in that f- first quarter, you know, really, really going for it. And then whether or not they figured us out or whether we took the foot off the gas or not, I'm not sure. But it, it feels to me like there's we, we're going to give someone an absolute shoe soon. Mm. It feels like there's a massive score building in us. Um, Can we do it against out. the Saints in two weeks' time, please? <laughs> well, this is... Because yeah. we're going to need it. Yeah, because they, well, they might have Drew Brees back for that game. But yeah, it just, it just feels like there's a massive game in us waiting to get out. And I, I, I don't know when it's going to be... Um, wouldn't be surprised if it's this week because it feels it feels like we followed up a a kind of a sticky performance with with one where we've really kind of you know it's all come together on both sides so that that's hopefully hopefully we get that. I I don't mind playing against teams with good defenses because I think our offense is better than any good defense out there. You can't stop us scoring for that long, but I think we our defence would struggle against a good offence more. Um, so I'd be more worried about the Saints game in two weeks' time than about the Dolphins game this mm. weekend. I think the, the Dolphins' offence isn't great, and shoot, if you're going to beat the Chiefs, it's got to be a shootout. And I don't see the Dolphins getting into a shootout with us. No, I, have to, I mean, maybe I just... Maybe it's a weird season to watch it, but, you know, all the talk, whenever it was last year, I can't even remember now, man. It's like tank for two, all this stuff. And then he didn't go one because he got injured. But like I'm not, I'm not seeing some generational talent there. I think I see the makings of a, a good quarterback that understands how to play. It's not like you, you kind of get two types of quarterback. I think that come out, you know, first season. You get someone who can really sling the ball for miles and it's really spectacular and kind of doing stuff that we've never seen before but it's, but makes lots of mistakes or you get someone that seems to understand the kind of the headspace to, to play when to you know when to move when to throw when to do that sort of stuff but perhaps isn't doing all the Mahomesian magic so you've just described Justin Herbert and Tua to go over there well maybe Herbert being the gunslinger chucking around everywhere and you know, try and make plays yourself, and then you've got Tua. I, I, I want to say game manager, but that's a. I don't like using that phrase. It's yeah. a bit harsh. It's disrespectful. Yeah. Well, just I, I guess, I guess after all, I don't watch I don't watch college football much. Maybe snippets or whatever. So I didn't see that much of him play. So I guess I was maybe expecting something more like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, yeah I, could, I could buy into that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not really seeing that. What I think is a. I, th- I think you see a solid player that has a you know that has the makings of of being a very good quarterback but I'm not seeing someone at the moment who I think is terrifying on his own he hasn't come in and taken the league by storm no, that's, I don't think that's a bad thing either I think that in mean, how many it's a, it's a short it's a it's such a short window in the in the sport to try to make your name it's almost like if you've not done it in a couple of seasons you're a bust so I think that um, but I think there's nothing wrong with you know with kind of building your career like that building into it um, and uh, what's the word is it making your bones I'm, I'm not sure but you know what I mean uh, kind of learning how to play before you get yeah. kind of thrown at the deep end and expected to carry a whole team and with all the with all the draft picks they've got in the you know in the next couple of years you know they could really. Well, I mean the Patriots have no, have no history of drafting particularly well, so they could, you know if they if they get their, if if they do it right they could easily take over the Patriots, as kind of the, 
the challenger to the Bills in that in that division. I'd agree with that. Yeah, they've got the great foundations to go on and have continued success, and I think it does come from, like I said earlier, the coaching. I I, I really like Brian Flores. I like what he's done this season with Miami, um, and I think they've got a good quarterback. Like. I, I know he hasn't blown people away this this year, and and you compare him to Patrick Mahomes' first season as a starter. But if two is in the Chiefs' system with Andy Reid, and and he has all all that firepower around him, I'm not trying to feed into the whole Patrick Mahomes is is helped by his weapons argument. But if two is in that situation, I can imagine him being a lot better player as well. Um, so I, I I think it does play into the idea that they're building something in Miami. Uh, it's not going to be an instant reward they're not going to see the reward straight away and and they're playing well now but i think in the future they can be like you said like a contender in the afc and especially in the afc east um they, they can really contend if they get if they get things together was well, it? purely from the number of draft picks they have and they've yeah, got, yeah they've got the texans first and second rounders haven't they and like they're what four and eight something like that yeah you know they'll be picking top 10 with those and was it the oh, let me double check now was it was it the Dolphins that had the fist fight last week? Yes, yeah, that was Dolphins when Brian Flores ran on. Yeah, yeah, even kinda, Brian. Man. Yeah, they kind of, they're obviously kind of, they kind of built in his image. It's a, you know, it's a, a feisty team. Uh, I kind, I kind of like that. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of, I don't know if I'm talking them up or talking them down. I'm not quite sure what I'm doing, but I expect us to win. And mm-hmm. uh, it's one of these games I would expect us to kind of put it away in the third quarter and hopefully have a more relaxed fourth quarter. I, I you know, we, we should be we should be getting thirty points in this game. Yeah, upper upper end twenties for me, I think. So are we can do score predictions then? Yeah, I can give it a, a, a rough a rough estimate. Um uh, I think around thirty one. Uh thirty one to I'd say twenty one. Uh, twenty-one twenty around that sort of range, so about a ten point, eleven point game. Twenty-seven twenty for me. To Let the me team. do some maths. I'm gonna go. I think. I think. I think we go for it. I'm gonna go thirty-eight. Ooh. Eight. Eighteen. Can you get eighteen? Yeah, yeah. Probably. Uh, six field goals. Six field. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's thirty-eight eighteen. I think I'm gonna go with. Chiefs are seven point favourites with Paddy Powers. Yeah, I just I just fancy us to to go on the trend of having um, following up a actually following up a sticky performance with with something a little bit more spectacular. I fancy this. Yeah, and I think it, part of me does think that the Chiefs uh, players, coaches, fans, they do kind of need that big blowout win uh, that, that really gets the momentum going and really gets us motivated as we run into those playoffs. So it would be nice to see against the Dolphins. Um, obviously, it would be nicer against the Saints, the Saints like you said, Neil. Um, mm, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think having one of those sort of games where we really do like destroy a team and blow, and blow a team out would be really good as, as, as we look to the future and look into the playoffs. Um, yeah, it should be a fun game. They're a fun team. I'm, I'm looking forward to two of us as Patrick. I think it should be a it should be a good matchup for quarterbacks there. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think the Chiefs will, will win it handily. I think you guys agree. Yep. Indeed. Cool. Well, uh, six o'clock on Sunday night. Uh, nice and early one for us after Sunday night football. Uh, really looking forward to it. Um, and we'll talk to you guys after the game.